It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce, Star Tribune columnist with me as well. Patrick, plenty to get to over uh, over the weekend, over the long haul. It's not been a, not been a great week in playoffs for Minnesota sports. Uh, but we don't have to, we don't have that to worry about for a while. Anyway, I think we got to get to Wolves Wild NBA NHL playoffs, maybe a little bit of Vikings draft stuff, some twins. Um, I want to start with the NHL though, Patrick. Um, well, first off, how you doing? I'm not, I'm hanging. I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, I might be hitting my first cold in about five years. So I, I think, uh, I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling great. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, we got, uh, so I was thinking about this as I, as we watched the NHL unfold over the weekend with, the Bruins, who you know had one of the best regular seasons in NHL history, were far and away better than anybody else. Um, end up losing in dramatic fashion in Game Seven to Florida last night. You had the Kraken winning their first ever series, knocking off Colorado, the you know one of the best teams in the West, the defending Cup champs. Um, the NHL has had this level of volatility to it in the playoffs for a long time, right? It, it's been kind of this yeah. way. That's kind of the calling card in the NHL. Patrick, how through all of this volatility in the NHL, through all this unpredictability, how have the Wild managed to be this beacon of constancy, this beacon of <laughs> always losing in the, in the first round? This is seven seven years wow. in a row. They've or seven seven consecutive trips to the postseason that they've been one and done, including that uh, you know the the COVID year where they they got bounced in that kind of preliminary round, but this is technically eight straight postseason series they've lost going back to a second round series against Chicago. And, you know, seven, eight years ago, it spans like three GMs, four different coaches. If we count torch who lost that one playoff series to Dallas, how do they do it, Patrick? How do they I do don't it? know. I don't know. I, I think I looked it up there. Uh, 11. And if you don't count the one year, which wasn't supposed to be the playoffs, right. Then- Later, they said you can call it the playoffs if you want to. So I guess we can. I think they're 12 and 27, I think, is what it is if you count that three, which is, you know, it hasn't, they haven't been that close. Have they, uh, in that time, they reached the seventh game once, right? Against yeah, Los Vegas. Was, uh, that was, uh, I think they had a 3 2 lead in that one, right? And, uh, and no, they, they had to come back in that one. They were down 3 oh, 1 in that one. Oh, really? Okay. And so we were all fired up. And uh, that was, uh, you know, uh, that was kind of a stout effort because I think they were underdogs in that one. But, yes. Uh, I don't know. I had this thought, though. I, I think we're all upset about extra, a number of different things. Boldy not doing anything and Kaprizov not doing anything and the terrible penalty kill and everything. If the goalies were flip-flopped, who would have won that series? Yeah. You know, it, it always comes down. Uh, I mean, Boston, we're going to get to that in a minute, but Boston's trying to figure out how they lost this series. That was goaltending. Uh so, uh, I mean, it always comes down to goaltending. And Ottinger wasn't uh, great in uh, basically one of the games, but uh, was uh, outstanding and through it all. And Gustafson was okay, just yeah. okay. And and they gave one game away because they played flurry. And uh, so, I, I mean, I think, sure, they got outplayed and they got out-strategized and they got all these things. But as we're going around picking out 
things that went wrong here and there. They were just a lot better goaltending, and uh, that that had a lot to do with it too. I don't. When I'm reading all in the analysis, we all say Ottinger played really well, but yeah, that had a lot to do with it. <laughs> you know, that had a lot to do with him going out in six again. Uh, the people I feel sorry for, I said this on Twitter, are all the joints on West Seventh. Yes. They had a two-one lead. They had a two-one lead in the series. They had another home game, game four, and uh, they were on the cusp of another series of people drinking with 840 starts. What a, a bonanza for Tom Reed and all the rest of them that they end up uh, frittering away. How much do you think concentrating, spending so much time complaining about the officials had to do with it. The refs, I mean, uh, every time you lost a game, you were complaining about the referees instead of complaining about the way you played. I I don't know. I think they got really too focused on, we're not getting a fair shake here. I, I To me, I, I don't know. They were the leadership of the whole team was terrible. And, and I think, I think in the room and uh, by the head coach and by everybody else uh, uh, and the GM has an, I think, incredible influence on who plays and who's goal and all that thing. And uh, I don't know. I just thought it was uh, uh, the from a leadership standpoint, and I'm not a big leadership guy, but uh Nobody stood up, really, did they? All they did was whine about Felino's penalties, and uh, I, I don't know. They just—I—I uh, I really thought, boy, here's the thing: you thought they'd get this huge effort in Game Six, right? Yes. And they were terrible. Yes, they're they were flat. Yes. Yeah. You know, how can you be flat? That's it. Grit you know, first, Patrick. Where was the grit? <laughs> grit first. Yeah, man. I—I I don't know. It's. Uh, is it ever going to make a difference with their fan base? Are they still going to swarm that place, eighteen thousand strong? Are they are they ever going to pay the price for this at the gate? They were close to what, like before Suter and Parisi, and ever since then it's oh, been yeah, fine again, it. right? Yeah, that's ten years ago, all right. Yes, eleven. Ago. Yeah, yeah, eleven years ago. That was that was close. They've never had to pay the price uh, for. Uh, for their failures, I, I like the Wolves uh, often pay the price for their failures. Now they've had more consistent failures, but uh, they, uh, I, they, I, I was watching the post game. I thought they were going to. I thought the media people were going to start crying. They were so upset. And no team we've ever had got treated like coddled, like little children, like twelve-year-olds get, get coddled by their parents when they lose a hockey game. It's unbelievable how we treat them. Nobody ever savages them. They re they criticize them to some degree. And oh, it could have been better. But the uh, you know even by BSN's BS standards, their uh, hockey coverage is unbelievable. It's like it's like a grief counseling was required after right. these clowns got beaten six games. So I, I would say as flops go. This is right up there, right, among their flops. I mean, and there's many of them to choose from, but this might be number one, don't you think? I mean, it's 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 a flop because, you know, it was a team that it's a team they were pretty evenly matched with and just losing losing like they did, which is identical to last yes. year, right? Losing yes. when you're up two one, 
when you've got the momentum, you know, last year when they played the Blues, it was the same thing, right? They they were up, they were up two on. I think Game Four must have been in St. Louis last year, so maybe a little bit different last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but when you when you have a chance, when you have a chance to 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 take hold of a series, that's that's where the maturity, that's where the leadership, that's where you got to say, okay, enough with the trips to the penalty box, enough with the whining, enough with everything else. We're playing well. We are the better team, five on five. Impose our will. Let's win this series. And to your point. The goalie makes a difference, right? You can only yeah. you can only shoot into a brick wall so often, but that that is another <clears throat> constant theme of all of these playoff defeats. It's that the other team's goalie always seems to be a little bit better. I went up and added up all the goals in these years. It's basically like they're giving up a little more than three and scoring a little more than two. I mean, that's that's the margin. That's a, that's a playoff hockey game right there. It's one goal. It's one little bounce. It's one extra save. It's one it's one this or one that. But it's also shooting the puck a little bit better like they've they've how many times have we heard at the end of the series oh man that other goalie was awfully good then how often do we get to the other i think ottinger is a very good goalie but how often do we get to the next series and that goalie gets absolutely shelled by the next team or jake allen jake allen yeah the next year he couldn't stop a volleyball it was right and uh you know they only played him about a month so yeah 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 that's true i mean all those things are true but i think as far as effort you know, as as far as effort at the end of the, uh, you know, the the last two games, you basically got humiliated, you know. So, uh, yes. I mean, plus, you know what, Mike? They always say giving up a goal in the last minute of a period is bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad when it's the last second of a period. Yeah. So how did that guy, how did they let him break away? Just skated right down the middle of the ice. It was not a, it was not complicated. He's at the blue line with yeah. like four seconds to go. And he, or, his own blue line, and he ends up scoring. Yes. That was, I mean, that was, that should be the poster on this series for them that they managed to give up a goal like that. Uh, but the other thing, in retrospect, I mean, it, it wasn't even in retrospect because everybody criticized at the time. Why in God's name did they play Thurry, Flurry in game two? No idea. Why? why? No clue. It was so stupid. You got the other guy's your number one goalie. He played great in the first game. That was by far his best game. Well, you can't give away a game in a seven-game yes. series against a team that's the same as you. Yes. They're basically the the same teams and uh, uh the other thing is they really didn't take advantage of uh Suter in this i mean Suter's 38 years old he's on your number one defensive pair and by the as as the series progressed he played better 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 and uh they i don't know they just didn't put any pressure on him kaprizov uh I think he had four goals last year when they got beat, right? This yeah, year. he had a good. He had he had, he had two very good playoffs before this. Yeah, this year he gets one. I, yeah. I don't know. Boldy gets zero. Yeah, it's time to uh, it's time to reconsider. You know, you and uh, you and the family that uh, all those families that have uh, four season tickets say you ought to cut her down to two for next year or something. I don't know. They should have to pay the penalty for this, don't you think? Go down to a half a half a a half a year, not a full year, something like that. Half, yeah. Half, somehow they should have to pay, but they never have to pay. So um, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, it was a uh, it was you know the uh, the Wolves only lasted five games. But they went out with a lot more effort than the hockey team did. 
Yeah, I would say that. Their their game five was a lot better than the Wilds game six. There's no doubt about that. Wild was losing. Wild, Wild didn't have act. The, uh, by the end, the uh, Wolves uh, didn't have half of their top six. Right. So, you know, that was uh, the excuses were easier to make for the Wolves than they were for the Wild, that's for sure. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake. With 24-7 gaming, the good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Speaking of the Wolves, it has not been a great week. I think the Tuesday was when their their season ended. To your point, I do I do agree that they gave a good effort. I think I think the effort was fine in games two through five of that series. Actually, I think Denver was just better. I really thought Denver was going to get uh, bounced really quickly by Phoenix, but then Denver goes out and wins game one of that series in re- in relatively breezy fashion. So maybe they are. The real deal, um, but Patrick, beyond losing in the playoffs again for the Wolves, um, second year in a row they made the playoffs, which is the first time that's happened since, what, 0203 and then 0304. Beyond that, it was not a good week to be reminded of all of their past failures or past uh, past roster decisions, right? Because you had Jamal Murray helping to knock yeah. them out of the playoffs. You had... Um, you had Thibs and Jimmy Butler both making it to the Eastern Conference uh, semis, the, um, Miami in very shocking fashion against uh, Giannis and the Bucks. Giannis, by the way, with the post game saying there is no such thing as failure. I, I think you might have a different take on it than than Giannis does about failure. But uh, and then you had uh, Wiggins, Golden State, Steph Curry with fifty yesterday. The ultimate reminder of. We're never over it 14 years ago uh, that that happened. So D'Lo taking the Lakers, having a career playoff high in, in their in their clincher. Everybody's winning except for them, Patrick. Yes. Somebody should have said Giannis. Maybe, maybe uh, there's no failure. How about missing 13 free throws all by yourself? I'd say that's failure, right? Did he miss 13 free throws? They missed 19 free throws, and they're compl- they were complaining about Butler getting away with a foul at, at to tie the game, you know, down and at, at the end of overtime to push off to get a yeah. When you miss 19 free throws, you have no complaints. They they lived at the free throw line the whole game and missed them all, so it's a choke. And just shut up about uh, oh Giannis, he was so you know everybody on Twitter this noble statement he made. Uh, I I like him a lot. I think he's a hard you know he's a he's a really been loyal to Milwaukee and everything, and he brought him a title. And uh, but uh, yeah, you can't miss thirteen free throws, pal. And yeah. Not, not say I'm embarrassed, I'm humiliated, and I lost the game. You know, so yeah. unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, the NBA is, uh, I, I think it's, uh, it, we are reminded of all the screw ups for the wolves and they've been endless. And, uh, now they, they're probably in a situation. I know we keep coming up with theories, how they could keep Nas. Uh, 
I, if they if they could keep Nas, okay, that's fine because they can get more money than anybody else. But what happens to your cap here when you after you pay Edwards and McDaniel's? You yeah, know? they've they've got one more year where they're okay. This coming year they're okay, and then the year but, after that it gets ridiculous because that's when the Edwards extension would kick in. That's when the McDaniel's extension would kick in, and if Cat's still on your roster. His supermax yeah. starts that same year, and that's an extra fourteen million above what he's making right now per season. And uh, yeah, oh, I I thought the supermax started this year. It starts next year. Huh? Starts it starts in twenty four twenty five. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I I I don't know what uh, I people were bashing him pretty good there with the at the start of the playoffs i thought he i thought he gave it the best he had and uh i, I thought that he was actually uh less of the whining cat now he had one game here where he was whining a lot but uh i i thought you know he, he gave me the effort you'd like to see it wasn't uh he just wasn't good enough and uh i i don't know they still i mean the trades have I don't care. We we all tried to give the benefit of the doubt on the Gobert trade, but it's a disaster. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's no two ways of doing it. And uh, I think a much bigger disaster than the Herschel. Why everybody compares it with the Herschel Walker trade? Herschel, you gave up a lot of draft choices, but you still had really good personnel, and yes. you didn't have to let it go away. And uh, this is uh, this is completely different. And I mean, they're getting to a point that there's what they the new agreement has a deal where you can uh, you can kind of go to the you know the cap has now got a a different threshold, but they got they got two levels of punishment, right? Yes, there's a new one. And if you get to the third one, you're like they're going to put you out of business. <laughs> yes, yes, Funny. and. And it's got other stipulations and penalties too, where you can't trade picks and things like that. When you when you get to a certain tax threshold, it's a lot more punitive. It's going to make it a lot harder for you know a team like Golden State or the Clippers, who have just kind of been perpetually in way above yeah. luxury tax threshold, to actually operate now. Yeah, well, whatever it is, I mean, these guys. Uh, you got. I mean, what are you going to have to pay Edwards? He he did actually make the All Star team, right? He yeah, made, but it's he, all it's it's all uh, NBA that matters for extra. So his okay. his his extension would probably be the the max for the the max rookie extension. So that'd be like a five year, two hundred and four million dollar extension. That'll okay. Well, who do you think goes? I think I mean, remember he says trade go bear. There'd be nothing. I think I think cats 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 the one that's going to go eventually. I don't know if it's going to be this year. It might be a year from now, but I think he's going to be the one that that goes eventually, just because. Because with the Gobert trade, I still think you're you're in a you're in a spot where if you can build around defense and the idea of that, he can still be a pretty useful player for the next three or four years with with Ant here. And you know the, the real problem with the Gobert trade, aside from how lopsided it is, is you now can't make another Gobert trade. You can't trade any more picks. You can't trade a first round pick till 2030. Because of yeah. the trade you've made, because you can't trade picks in consecutive years. So how are you going to get any better? How are you going to meaningfully improve the roster unless you make some sort of big trade? And I think, you know, I, I think Cat's value is kind of down right now because he was hurt and because his reputation is changing. But I, I do think that's your kind of that's your one kind of way out of the box is find find a find a team that wants Cat enough that you can get a good player and a little bit of draft capital in return. 
and it's got to be a point guard type of player who can, uh, you know, that more than anything, you you need a, uh, you know, I mean, Mike Cotley had a great year of here. He was pretty good. He was better. He had more left in the tank than you thought he did, because uh, it would. But the two two previous years, he'd been hurt a lot. He's thirty six years old, uh, and there's nothing in this. There's nobody around to play the position. Uh, right. To me, that's uh, that's what you got to look at here. Wouldn't it be something if this Connolly ends up leaving though? What? I hope he's, yes. But he would go down in history around <laughs> here. The name, the name would live for decades as a as yes. A, Right, this came, guy. came in one year, traded for Gobert, and then cut bait. He replaced Tim Brewster as the uh, oh, the, the, the Tims. The, the 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 Tim Brewster sort of the 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 wherewithal to mention him when you want to mention ineptitude. And, guy, and David Kahn, yes, the Kahn man would be better. The Kahn man would be held in greater stead than this guy if he if, if he left. Yes. If he gets up and leaves, so I mean, he's got to, uh, you know, he's got to come up with a solution here. And by the way, him saying afterwards, "Well, we don't have to blow it out." That's what you said last year. And twenty yes. days later, you traded for Rudy yes. Gobert, gave away the franchise. So we don't believe anything yes. you tell us. Okay. Yes, we that's... don't believe you. Because that's that's what you'd say if you aren't going to do it, and that's what you'd say if you are going to do it, because you don't want. <laughs> You don't want to give away your leverage. You don't want to give away the state secrets. You don't ever come out and say, yeah, we got to blow this up because then everybody circles the water like a shark because then they know the players are going to get traded for 75 cents on the dollar. So I I am, I am, will be watching the actions and not the words. The cat can't be traded for another three months or two months, whatever it is, because of his contract. So nothing's going to happen right away. But I will be watching that because I still don't think this offseason is settled. Maybe they give this another year try to figure this out. But even if you do, what's the ceiling of the team is currently constructed and you're not going to be able to pay these guys into perpetuity because they're just all going to get too expensive. You can't have Gobert, Cat, Edwards, McDaniels on the roster at the same time, I don't think. No. What would you break? Would you break the bank for McDaniels? I mean, I like player and he maybe would, maybe he's going to get a little better offensively. And he's, a, he's a very good defender, but I don't know. I, I don't know if, uh, I mean, with the other problems, if Cat wants to stick around, and I wonder if he does, but if 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 you can't get rid of Cat, I don't, I, he's, I'm not going to break the bank for him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think they're talking about like his contract being more of like a five-year, $100 million deal. Well, I'd give him that. Yeah, I mean, hell, Nas is going to get close to that. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't give McDaniel's like anything close to the max. But I think he would be. I think he's. I think he's a enough of a. He's established enough with enough upside still that that some sort of kind of middle of the road rookie extension makes would make sense for him. Yeah. Well, there's uh, there's nothing more complicated than the NBA salary cap and no. how they or complications to it. So if you can figure it out, you're a better man, man or woman than I am. That's for sure. So Speak anyway, they're, uh, uh, are those, are those two phonies ever going to come up with the money, by the way, when are they supposed to take over the franchise? They I think they, I think they, there was a payment not too long ago. I think they're up over 40% now. So I think it's supposed to be sometime next year that they take over full-time, uh, full control of the team. 
Well, I mean, I think if I was the uh, owner of the newspaper and these other things, it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all if the deal fell through with the prices for NBA franchises now. A billion and a half is a bargain for this yes. NBA team. Even this one. And uh, you know what else? You know what, what else? Getting hurt here, the uh, the the uh, the attempt ten minutes after they get the franchise to want to have a new arena is uh, you know that's that's the other thing we got coming around. That's true. Yes, there's nobody in this town that's going to pay for it. Not Hennepin County anymore. They got too many problems, and not the city of Minneapolis for damn sure because you got the Vikings wanting two hundred eighty million dollars that. Some would have to come out of the city coffers too, probably. So uh, that's the other part of this franchise is uh, what are they going to, uh, what are they going to, uh, you know, do here when they, you know, you know, they're going to start whining about this uh, the arena. So oh, yeah. they, they, the future of the NBA right here is pretty low. I thought they had a really good year at the gate. It wasn't. League-wise, it wasn't that huge. But for us, the level of enthusiasm, because only because of Edwards, I think, was yes. pretty high for the uh, Timberwolves. And, uh, and you know, they played – they gave it a shot at the end. But uh, I, this this could be as good as it gets right now for a while. So, anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know what a – yeah, right. What a winner. The, the difference is – the wolves will pay the price for going out early and the wild won't. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, let's finish with the twins, Patrick. I, I will get plenty into NFL draft stuff on Tuesday show with Ben Gessling as my guest on that one. But uh, you know, the twins, like 17 and 12 right now, they beat up pretty good on the Royals again over the weekend. Sonny Gray, terrific. Top three in the rotation. I know Lopez has had a couple clunkers here since his extension, but the top three in the rotation looks really good. Lineup starting to hit more. Polanco's really helped that. Buxton starting to hit. Um, didn't get out of April, though, without 40% of your rotation going out. Now, it's, if you had to pick, it's maybe the 40% you didn't mind losing, especially uh, with the way Maeda was pitching. But, you know, Mally now coming up with this elbow problem. And I knew as soon as they said day-to-day, -day, I was like, eh, eh that's yeah. an elbow. That ain't day-to-day. -day. And now it's at least a month. Um, they, their pitching depth will be tested. I think they're the best team in the AL Central. I think they've shown that over the course of the month and with what everybody else has shown. Uh, Cleveland maybe still be okay, but everybody else is terrible right now. But uh, the pitching depth is going to get tested here. Yes, it is. And they're all right-handed. I mean, don't I, I don't know if they can make some kind of they, – they got extra – you know, they got extra infielders even after trading Louie. Uh, I don't know where you could go get one, but, man, I'd like to see a left-hander in that rotation. I, I'm an old-timer, I guess, but I think the fact that they're all right-handed all the way down their system, made not only not only all five that started this year, but your next two, Varlin and uh, – and, uh, geez, what, what a, a blank here. Uh, Varlin and uh, Ober. Ober, yeah. And uh, Woods Richardson, who hasn't pitched that good in St. Paul, but uh, he'd be next. He's right-handed. They don't have any left-handers. What happened to them? Uh, I'd like to see a left-hander in the rotation. I didn't think they played very good at all the last three games. They they let kids. They had, uh, I mean, on uh, on uh, Friday, they uh, they were 
cruising along and all of a sudden they made an adventure out of it. Even Jorge Lopez came in. It was terrible. They, if it wasn't for the plate umpire uh, helping the umpire out, they might have blown that game. And then uh, a Saturday they, uh, you know, they did, did uh, you know, they, they all three games, they, they, they had the inning yesterday. And again, they were not good down the stretch and they kicked a couple of balls around. They didn't look good in the field. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they didn't play very good, but Kansas City's bad enough that uh, they, uh, you know, they managed to uh, beat, beat them three out of four. And now they were going to get to go down and play the, the helpless Mighty Whiteys. And then the Mighty Whiteys come back and get to, what, five runs in the ninth inning and won their, won their, ended their winning streak. So maybe they'll have some life when they get down there on, uh, on Tuesday. But the other thing about baseball right now, Mike, is the Twins just had a 10-game homestand. They didn't have a good day of weather the whole time. No, no. It's awful. And uh, it's it's really uh, it's hard to tell what the level of interest in this team is because the weather's so rotten. You can't, uh, you know, you got to be a brave soul to go to a ball game. And uh, you, did, been... you did. You tried to do the Friday happy hour, right, that turned into a, a Friday social hour because it was two hours delayed, right? That was a great PR gesture too, because they and they cut it off, cut off the uh, happy hour at three ten, and you started the game at five oh five. Come on, I think you know. Come on, they're they're in there. Let them have a six dollar beer or something. Somebody told me they had like free popcorn or something, and it, they had people guarding the popcorn like at three. <laughs> give away any more free popcorn. You know, one one of their problems is they don't control the concessions. They, uh, you know, they they give they're getting paid up front by the uh, outfit that controls the concessions. Okay, and they don't have really, you know, they gotta. That's why that's why they can't prevent these people from gouging the hell out of them. I mean, they can negotiate things, but uh, I don't know. I uh, Blanco came back and was hit, and that helped a lot, but. Uh, uh, I I don't like him that well in the field. It's it's terrible. What's going on? How could he? How come he can't hit a double with the base loaded or something? Ever? He's uh you know been brutal with the uh, runners in scoring position. Uh, you know I just they, they, they Bucks they look, luckily Bucks have got hot here at the end of the week, so that helped them too. But. Uh, the, the, as you said, the, the big benefit they have is the central. Maybe, maybe the central has never been worse than right now. Yeah, it could be that. When you look, uh, they this could be the worst they ever are because Detroit has not. You know, everybody thought, okay, they're going to get a little better. A couple of years ago, they were terrible. Cleveland's not nearly as good as they were last year, and uh, Kansas City is. Kansas City had this like spring training where they won all their games right. and all guys look good and they were all optimistic and had they lost on saturday it would have been the worst start they've ever had down there so yeah. anyway the, the uh division's terrible but uh i don't know they're uh they're gonna you're at a point now where you have uh, as as we we were talking about this before the we started doing this they they're now there's no margin for error with starting pitchers now yes yeah, so we're gonna have to figure out if that what what where that takes them, what the, where that leads them, what uh, you know. And I, I think I'm sure. I mean, Ober is perfectly capable, and what we've seen in small samples from Barland has been 
has been pretty good. Like they're they're one through five now is fine. It's now what happens if somebody else goes down, especially with how well like Sonny Gray. I mean, let's maybe we oh. he pitched again Sunday. His ERA still starts with a zero, and now it's May. Uh, he's been. I mean, we talk about how good Pablo Lopez was early, and he had a couple clunkers in there. Joe Ryan has been terrific, and I think he was the first one in the majors to five wins. He's been really good. But man, Sonny Gray has pitched like an ace. If we're talking about the ace of the staff, it's Sonny Gray yep. right now. And he's every start he's had has been tremendous. And he did it again yesterday. His breaking ball has just been fantastic. He's, uh, yeah, he is. But you could see that, uh, as I, I mentioned earlier, they, they try to slip in an extra day off for him. Now they don't have to this time because they do have a day off today. But uh, they, you know, the, 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 you're now stuck with five guys, right? You're, that's it your rotation there's nobody there's nobody left down there to to bring up that's uh going to be competitive for you so uh they they got to start looking around and uh maybe try uh you know to move somebody they've they're they've just optioned Kirloff to uh to uh, yes ball but if he's ready to play you want him here but it was, you know that is Kepler tradable right now because he's looked better I mean, they, they got to uh, they got to trade somebody to get another pitcher in here. I think, and hopefully, a left-handed pitcher. Yeah, if, if the price on Kepler isn't too bad. I wonder if the Yankees really need outfielders, but the Yankees also have about half their pitching staff hurt, so they might not have anybody to give you. But uh, you got you got to examine one more trade to get another pitcher in here. I think. Uh, yeah, I'd like left-hander. Uh, that said. Uh, you know, I you, you like to think that Lopez, even though they didn't use it as an excuse, uh, you'd like to think it was he's not exactly a cold weather pitcher, you know, because he, he, he yes grew up in Venezuela and then he pitched his whole career with Miami. So he probably hasn't experienced 33 degrees too often. <laughs> Your point about the weather is a good one, too. I feel like this happens every year where they have a homestand where the weather's awful and then as soon as they leave it's when spring finally comes and it's gonna be nice this week but they're gone yeah yeah that's uh that is awful good uh good for the high school teams though they can finally get outside and play god almighty what yes a, with about a month awful. left in the regular season for them yes it's uh it's uh yeah it's been terrible just brutal i mean that i remember looking at back in the middle of april and it was going to be 80 Two one day and forty eight the next, and I said this can't be good. You know, no, <laughs> something's got to happen, and it was snow that happened. Uh, it's it's been a brutal spring, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, so it looks like the people. You look at the Twins crowds, and you say, does anybody care? Well, you know, not enough to go out and freeze to death. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see, but uh, they're going to be. It's going to be impossible not to be up near the top of the standings and be in contention to win the division all year. I think that they just they got enough they got enough talent and uh, that they're uh, you know they're they're the favorites now just because everybody else is so bad. Cleveland isn't as nearly as good as they were supposed to be. No, not so far. But you know what they do? They steal base. They're stealing bases like crazy people. <laughs> you see, the the Go Go Twins got their third of the year the other day. The third of the year. That's did a great. That, did anybody tell us that they can only throw over there twice and uh, <laughs> bases are bigger now? Did anybody let these guys know that? No. 
don't know. It's uh, it's they, Michael Taylor's like saying, "Well, I'll steal bases." And be, <laughs> they've got been, three bases, and they're all him. He's so. been good, by the way. He's I, the the thing that kind of went under the radar this winter that I liked was their a lot of their depth signings. When they got guys hurt now, they're not reaching for guys who are replacement level guys. They've they've actually got some some depth and Taylor's a good example. He's not a, he's not a reserve now because he's been playing a lot with Buxton DHing, but a lot of their kind of next, next guys up like Kyle Farmer, like Solano, he's Solano's not been great, but you know, guys like that are, are much better than they had last year. And you know what? They, uh, they told us what they were going to do without saying it. And we all, we didn't say, oh, Joey Gallo. Why? Okay. They don't have any confidence. Kirilov's coming back. Okay. Uh, Solano out of nowhere, second baseman. Okay, they're worried about Polanco's knee, and then uh, and then of course uh, when they signed Michael Taylor, we should have said, okay, Buxton's never going to play center field again in his life. So uh, that's uh, he's he. They're, we're never going to see him out there, are we? I mean, at some point we are, but it's yeah. I mean, we're not, I mean, it's May, and he hasn't has he played the outfield at all this year? I don't think so. He's not going to. I don't think he's going to. If he stays healthy. And keeps playing, they're not going to risk putting him in the outfield. So yeah. Now, now Royce Lewis, I think, is ahead of schedule, and he, he might play. He'll he'll play in the minors for a month, but they're only looking at him at shortstop and third base too. So okay, uh, they definitely uh, have it, even though they traded Louis, who by the way, four thirty eight. Yeah, he's been good. Yeah, he's been pretty good. <laughs> they love him in Miami. I, I happen to be watching a post game show of theirs and. The, the whatever they consider a crowd down there, ten thousand or something, was he was doing the post game interview after he hit a sacrifice fly to lead lead the run the day before he got three hits and uh, they they love him down there already. Is uh, as, as few baseball fans as they actually have in Miami. So four thirty eight is a pretty good start there for the uh, trade. They got to feel pretty good about it, to say the least. Speaking of ahead of schedule, Patrick, I'll leave you with this final thought. I saw Bryce Harper, who had Tommy John surgery on November 23rd, is perhaps going to make his debut Tuesday, almost basically five months after having Tommy John surgery. And they might play him at first base, I saw. So yeah, something like that. Rose, He's, yeah. Maybe maybe the DH in the first game, but yeah. Well, isn't Lewis kind of coming back quicker than we thought, too? Because it was a... It was- yeah, wasn't it? That was an ACL, yeah. though, right? I mean, to- when was the last time someone came back from oh, Tommy John in five months, basically? Oh, my Ada took a year and a half off, and he's still can't yeah. throw the ball. So, uh... Definitely different for a pitcher. But yeah, Royce Lewis, when did he get hurt last year? Was it like June or July that he got hurt last year? I don't know, but it was 10 minutes after they put him in center field. Yes. When he got hurt, uh, yeah, it's been um, two years in a row for him, so... Uh... Uh, I, I know everybody liked him so much when they watched him play last year that, uh, they, they're all excited, but I'm not, I'd be, I'd be much more excited about getting Kirloff back than him. Yes. Kirloff, Kirloff's a hitter and this, this team, they can go into some funks and not do anything offensively inning after inning. So, uh, they, they've had a, they've had some big innings, but then they've also had these clunker games where they, if you go back to the middle of the fifth inning on Friday they didn't they went like two games without getting any hits until they uh until they got seven yeah all of a sudden they got seven so yeah yeah I don't know we'll uh we'll see if uh 
I, I, I'm not in love with this team, but when you look at the central, you got to say they're favorites right now. Yes, you do. And maybe, maybe Patrick, this is the year they will win a playoff game. We'll see. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's avoid the, don't make the playoffs if you're not going to win one. Right. Yeah. We don't Nobody, we don't, we don't, unlike the wild or the wolves, we don't have a high standard. We just want you to win one game. That's one all. game. Just win yeah. one game. Don't care if, uh, you know, we don't care if you advance or not. Just win a game because, no, this is not a team that's going to do anything in the, you know, as far as winning a World Series or anything. So just win one playoff game if you get there. That's all we care about. Yeah. You got three good enough starters that you should be able to win one playoff game, shouldn't you, if they're all healthy? But, uh, yes. What are the odds of these three guys all making 30 starts? Well, 30 starts, not great. I can see them all making at least 25, though. I don't think that's out of the question. Yeah, but if you only make 25, three, then you then you need a uh, then you got the two guys coming in. Then you still need a starter. Yeah, two. that's true. That's true. Well, we'll see what they get to. Patrick, appreciate it as always. We'll I'm sure we'll have much more to to laud and gripe about uh, a week from now. But uh, take care, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. How's uh, wild ticket guys uh, call you up and say why haven't you uh, renewed your tickets yet? You tell them why, okay? Yeah, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick.